Well, I've just come into the house from the garden. I was out there using the tiller, and I was driven out of it by a downpour and a thunderstorm. There was a clap of thunder that just about knocked me and our dog Sammy over. So I decided to come in and wait it out. All right, this is Ernie Johnson again, founder of Anashira, and I've got more stories from the mountains of western North Carolina. I told you I was raised on a dairy. Well, we left that dairy when I was a kid, and my dad bought a lot and built a house in a new area in the north of Fresno, California. It was called Fig Garden. I was 12 at the time, and I didn't know about fig gardens, but I knew we were surrounded by thousands of acres of fig orchards mature trees. Some of them seemed huge to me in that day. This was a great place for a boy to grow up. We lived on a cul-de-sac with only four other houses on one side of it and eight other boys about my, about my age. Fig orchards in front of us and in back of us. There's a canal running through these orchards. We had lizards, frogs, toads, salamanders, We had places to build forts and tunnels. There were so many of us boys that my three sisters and the other two girls who lived on the street avoided us whenever possible, which was fine with me. One of the most exciting times I had after moving there was when my dad prepared the ground of our big lot for the garden he was going to plant. This was made difficult by a thing called hard pan that we had there. It's a dense layer of soil a couple of feet below the surface that can get as hard as concrete. It stops the drainage and it inhibits the growth of plant roots. You have to bust through it before anything will grow. The best way to do this is to use dynamite. Now, my dad was of the generation that believed in real work and he was of the mindset that he'd never pay anyone else to do something that he could do himself. So he went off to the county sheriff, explained what he was going to do, and got a blasting permit. Then he went to the hardware store and bought a couple of cases of dynamite, several boxes of blasting caps, and a lot of safety fuse. So imagine our excitement, the boys, when we saw what he was going to do. You know, we watched cartoons. We'd seen the Roadrunner blow up Wile E. Coyote dozens of times with dynamite. We'd watch numerous westerns that showed dynamite used in all kinds of different ways to blast through a wall of a gold mine, to open a safe, to set off a landslide. Uh, guys, outlaws threw it from the back of a horse and buggy but we'd never seen a real stick of dynamite and certainly never held one in our hands. And we'd certainly never seen any human in real life close to us drill a hole three feet deep in the ground, never seen someone take 
a real stick of dynamite, insert a blasting cap into it, followed by a length of fuse, and stick this piece of dynamite in the, in the hole in the ground. And certainly, we never heard someone say to us in person, Okay, boys, now you stay seated right there. You better not try to sneak up any closer. You ready? Man, he lit the fuse, and he ran about 20 feet away and hit the ground. We waited and waited and waited, and kaboom! An explosion of dirt in the air, dust, and a lot of hooting and hollering. You can imagine us kids. So my dad did this for every tree and shrub he was going to plant. At least 48 of them. And we watched every one. Now, we hadn't lived here long, maybe maybe a couple of weeks. And this group of boys had been together for some time. They were bonded. I tell you, I'd worried about fitting in. About being the odd man out. But after spending the day with me, my dad and a couple of cases of dynamite. I didn't have to worry about that anymore. I was in. I was golden boy. So thinking of fig trees and fig gardens and dynamite, I have to tell you the story of a man whom I knew called John Fortner. No, uh -uh. first I'm going to tell you something about his father, Jesse Clayton Fortner, known as J.C., He was a land developer, born in Kansas. He moved to Fresno with a big dream. In 1912, he decided to convert a large tract of barren, useless land. They called it a hog wallow into the world's largest fig ranch. He was obsessed with the vision of converting the Central Valley, that's the center section of the San Joaquin Valley, into a 20th century version of the ancient Mesopotamian valley of the Euphrates River. He believed the fig was a noble fruit. He would use it to turn California into the land of milk and honey. Now, let's remember that this country was no paradise. It had an annual rainfall of less than 12 inches. And anything less than 10 inches is called desert. It gets rain in the winter, but by May everything is brown and hot. It gets up into the hundreds in May, and that heat lasts until October. But J.C. was more than a dreamer. He got an option to purchase 6,000 acres of undesirable land. He then expanded it to 12,000. Between the city of Fresno and the San Joaquin River. Starting in 1912, he hired around 400 men, and these were men of Mediterranean descent, who he thought could tolerate the tough climate. These men worked round the clock to level the land. The Ford Motor Company had recently begun producing tractors. J.C. eventually acquired 104 of them, He owned more Ford tractors than any single person on the face of the earth. Henry Ford was so impressed, he drove a Model T from Los Angeles to Fresno to meet J.C. and tour the project. 
So Fortner's crews dug a main canal 25 miles to the Kings River to get water. They dug 135 miles of lateral ditches. One of these was a ditch that ran in front of our house that my dad built that I told you about earlier. J.C. had a streetcar line. He built 120 miles of oiled and surfaced streets. He used 660,000 pounds of dynamite to blast holes in the hard pan to plant some 600,000 fig trees. He planted those 120 miles of streets with over 60,000 shade and ornamental trees, such as oleander and eucalyptus. Many of those trees are still there today. One of the streets was the verdant nine-mile stretch called Van Ness Boulevard. The most desirable area to live in Fresno, and still is today. He built a house for his family. Well, it didn't end well for J.C. The Fig King's project did not come to fruition. Fortner went bankrupt in the Great Depression. The fig gardens never produced those 40,000 tons of canned figs that he had imagined. Now, he had several children. One was a son named John, who was born in 1910. One day, six and a half decades later, I walked up the steps of that house that J.C. built on Van Ness Boulevard. I knocked on the door. An older man opened the door, and I said, John H. Fortner, my name is Ernie Johnson, and I'm so glad you opened this door. Why did I walk up there, and why did I say that? Well, I'll tell you about that in next week's Stories from Anashira. <laughs>